if insulin is high, you can't burn fat because your instructions are to store fat. So if you want to burn fat, but you're keeping your insulin levels high with the choice of foods, then it's not going to work because insulin's high. You're not going to be able to move the energy from the fat back out. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi there and welcome back to the podcast. Today we're diving into the topic of health once again, following the last episode on Eat for Energy by Ari Witten. The topic today, why all calories are not created equally. You might think that a calorie is just a calorie, but the reality is that different types of foods can have vastly different effects on your body. Let's use your imagination a little bit. Imagine you're a detective trying to solve a series of crimes. If you notice a pattern among all the crimes, wouldn't it make sense to investigate if it all leads back to just one suspect? That's exactly what Gary Tobbs did in his book, The Case Against Sugar. He examines the common pattern in chronic diseases that we see in our society today, from diabetes and obesity to heart disease and cancer. These diseases are all associated with metabolic dysfunction. But what does that mean exactly? Well, Our metabolism is the process by which our body converts food into energy. When our metabolism is functioning properly, our body uses that energy from food to fuel our cells and our organs. But when our metabolism becomes dysfunctional, it leads to a range of chronic diseases. And what's the fastest way to make your metabolism dysfunctional? Sugar. Gary Taub's evidence clearly shows that a calorie is not just a calorie. Because if that calorie is from sugar, it has vastly different effects on the body than a calorie of broccoli. Now, let's listen to Dr. Jason Fung, nephrologist and best-selling author. What does a nephrologist do? That's a good question, because I had to look that up. A nephrologist is a medical doctor who specializes in the diagnosis, treatment, and management of kidney-related diseases and conditions. Dr. Fung tells us that the focus on calories in and out for weight loss is overly simplistic and potentially harmful, and the idea that all calories are equal and can be consumed regardless of the food source is inaccurate. Here is Dr. Jason Fung. One of the things which is still very prevalent is this idea of calories in, calories out. It's actually one of the most destructive ideas in weight loss because it's so deceptively sort of simple. If you look at most academic centers, a lot of the guidelines are like, watch your calories, watch your calories, watch your calories. And I think it's a disastrous sort of idea because the thing about calories is that calories is a measure of food energy, right? That's how much energy is released when you put a piece of food into a sort of measuring device called a palm calorimeter. And it's like, okay, this cheesecake has 200 calories because when you burn it, you get this amount of heat generated, right? That's how you measure that. It's really simplistic and it's actually not very helpful because you can have two foods, right? Let's think about two foods. You have one, which is cookies, which is 100 calories or 200 calories. And you have, say, sandwiches, 200 calories, so equal amounts of calories. 
the minute you eat the cookies, you release the hormone insulin. Okay. And the insulin is a hormone that tells your body what to do with those calories. The insulin tells your body to store those calories. It moves it right into the fat stores. So the whole thing is that this, all that energy moves directly into your fat store. So these highly refined carbohydrates, sugar goes way up, insulin goes way up. When insulin goes way up, it is literally the thing that is telling your body, put those calories into storage and you store the calories in your body fat. That's all it is. Body fat's just a store of calories. So imagine you take the 200 calories of cookies. Now the 200 calories of salmon doesn't raise insulin. So you take the 200 calories, your body just burns it. That's going to make a huge difference in terms of obesity, because in one case, you're just storing the whole damn thing. The other one, you're using it. You've got energy. You're generating body heat. You're feeling good. The other one, you took the 200 calories and shoved it all into body fat. Your body's like, oh, I have no energy to use. Oh, I have no energy. I'm a little tired and I'm a little hungry. So let me go eat something. So it wasn't the calories, it wasn't the number of calories. It was the response to the calories, which is related to the hormones that are released. So the strange part is that what we're saying is that food contains not just the food energy, but it also contains instructions as to what your body is supposed to do with those calories. And both of them are very, very important. Whereas the calories people say, well, it's just the number of calories. Well, once you put it in your mouth, you can measure the difference in hormones between the two foods. And you have to pretend that's completely irrelevant. If you're told to eat the refined carbs and sugar, which is what, what we're told, then you're setting yourself up to a situation where insulin is going to go way up. And that insulin is going to tell your body to store fat. That's literally its job. You told your body to do that with your choice of food. So I don't see why that is considered irrelevant. So not just the amount of calories, but you have to also look at the hormonal response because our body is completely dependent on hormones to tell us what to do. The other thing that insulin does, of course, it tells you that you need to put energy into storage. It's only when insulin falls that you can pull the energy back out. So what we say technically is insulin inhibits lipolysis. That is, if insulin is high, you can't burn fat because your instructions are to store fat. So if you want to burn fat, but you're keeping your insulin levels high with the choice of foods, then it's not going to work because insulin's high. You're not going to be able to move the energy from the fat back out. I think you really have to look at the sort of very low carbohydrate foods because, of course, they're going to provide you the energy. So things like salmon, of course, and fatty fish is very good. Eggs are very good. Avocados are very good. If you want to do carbs, then things like beans are very good because of all the fiber and stuff. Like they're unrefined, so then they have other things that will work. If you take salmon and eggs, for example, you're going to get that energy, the calories from that, which is energy. But insulin's not going to go up, so your body's not going to say, okay, well, let's put it into storage. It's just going to burn it. You're going to stay in that sort of fat burning state and you're going to be able to use those calories because that's what you've told your body. So you're allowing your body to still access the body fat for energy and it's going to keep you full as opposed to the white bread and jam, right? The problem is people like to eat those. 
It tastes good, they're cheap, and it's donuts. That sets up a situation, and there's a lot of people who say, well, it's just calories. So you can eat ice cream for dinner. If you told your grandmother that, she'd say, you're stupid. You can't eat ice cream for dinner, even if they're the same number of calories. Because again, one of them's going to go straight into your stores, which is body fat, leave you hungry. The other one, you're going to feel full, you're going to feel good, you're going to have energy to do whatever you need to do. So your grandmother was totally right. You can't just say, oh, both are... 800 calories. So instead of eating my dinner, I'm going to have an ice cream sundae. Because that is literally what people have been telling people. Like it's all about the calories, it's quality. Yeah. It's about the choices because certain calories are more fattening than other calories. That's all. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lambert. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of philosopher insights, which are eight to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.